Hey everybody, Conversion Everyday Podcast, episode 53. Um, Just saw Spider-Man for the second time, and first of all, uh, actually I'll get to my thoughts on that later. The first thing that I wanted to jump into that I think was kind of, I don't know, that's been kind of cool the last few days, Um, but like the last two nights in a row, I've been having like dreams about being on my mission. And um, it's not like stressful dreams, like having to learn things, having to meet people, being in dangerous situations. Like it's not like any like fearful dreams, like they're not nightmares, but they're like the most sweet, blissful dreams ever. You know, it's like, okay, I am with a bunch of other missionaries. We're hanging out and we're having a good time testifying of Christ, you know. So just thinking about that. And obviously it's dreams too. So like there was like a cameo by my cousin that's serving in Toronto and like just that whole thing made me super happy because I was just thinking about it and I was like, man, like that's awesome. Like I'm having good dreams about my mission and I'm like so excited for my mission, you know? Um, So long story short, I'm just pumped for my mission. And with every day that goes by, um, I get a little bit more... um, not nervous, but a little bit more sad that I'm gonna have to leave my family soon. But with every day that goes by, I get more and more excited to join um, the other um, elders and sisters in Kentucky um, to serve with them and to testify of Christ and to serve the Lord. So I am so pumped for my mission and I'm so excited to go to Kentucky. Um, So that's been awesome, you know, and I've, you know, in a way, I feel like that's been an answer to my prayers, you know, because sometimes I ask for Heavenly Father to like give me confidence through my dreams and to bless my dreams that they'll be better and more spiritual and just good, you know. And um, I feel like that's, this is kind of a direct result of that. And it's been very helpful for me. A um, couple more things that I wanted to touch on. I just saw Spider-Man No Way Home for the second time. And I'm not going to do any spoilers just in case someone listens to this, but I was just thinking about what a hero means and why it's so necessary to have heroes and people to look up to. Um, After watching that movie, there are people in it that I absolutely look at and I'm like, wow, I want to have those characteristics. I want to be that way. I want to be a hero like that person. And I think about heroes on earth and I think of my dad, I think of my, you know, Grandpa Green, my Grandpa Allred, my mom my uncle Kenny, like I I think about all of these people that are heroes to me. Um, My uncle Chris, you know, just so many different people. That's not even, it's not even half of the people that I consider a hero in my life. Um, So I think about, you know, figurative heroes, you know, um, through comics, movies, books, whatever it may be. I think of uh, heroes with, you know, current presence on this earth, you know, like family members and friends. And then I think of our ultimate hero and our ultimate example, Jesus Christ, you know, and just how necessary it is. And the way that, you know, if we're living life right, we should be able to tie back all of those things to the gospel, you know? So like, for example, um, I think about, um, I think about some of the aspects that Spider-Man has, you know, like the hero, like abilities, like being willing to you know, put his life on the line for others. And the reality is, you know, Christ not only put his life on the line for us, but he gave his life for us, you know? Um, so it's like, we can take examples from all the heroes in our lives and turn that into 
an even deeper love and a deeper understanding and a deeper desire to become like Jesus Christ. Because when we see other people acting like heroes and making good decisions, Christ-like decisions, they're, 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 they're acting as Christ, you know, they're, they're being ambassadors of Christ in that moment. Not to say that Spider-Man is necessarily a wholesome movie by any means, but just seeing heroes and seeing people choose to put others before themselves, you know, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's awesome to tie that all back to Christ occasionally. Um, and I think that it's a very healthy and a very fun thing to do, you know, and I think that it changes the per, the perception that I at least have, you know, on um, superheroes in life and heroes in general um, and my temporal heroes, heroes in my life, you know, my parents, grandparents, friends, family, uncles, aunts, all the above. The last thing that I wanted to talk about I've been having a lot of anxiety lately. Like I'm not good enough to go on this mission, that I'm not worthy enough to go on this mission, that I'm not enough. (sighs) It's been really hard. I'm not going to lie to you. It has been so draining hearing those thoughts over and over again put into my head by Satan, by the devil. I hate him. But at the same time, I understand why he's necessary and I understand why this plan is so important and why Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father are so good. They are so good. (laughs) I got some advice from a friend a few weeks ago and I already feel like I was getting, you know, I was already taking this advice. This was already something I had implemented in my life, but it was a good reminder. I explained to him some of these feelings I'd been having, you know, just feeling like I wasn't worthy, feeling like I wasn't good enough. And he was like, listen, man, when I was on my mission... That was one of the hardest troubles. I didn't feel like I was good enough. I didn't feel like I was worthy enough. I didn't feel like I had repented enough. Satan will try over and over again to haunt us with our past and to bring up things in the past. But that's the beauty of the atonement. It doesn't leave any cracks. What's, what's fixed is fixed. But that doesn't mean that Satan's not going to try and use it to, to get at us. You know, It's kind of like you know, if a player misses a game-winning free throw, you know, and then the following off season chooses to shoot 500 free throws a day and comes back and is shooting out of his head from the free throw line. He's not going to be perfect, but no one's going to look at him and be like, wow, you failed all of us. You ruined everything you missed. They're going to be like, hey, you got better. Thank you for working on it. You know, And that's how the Savior views it. You know, Maybe we miss a couple free throws here and there, but as long as we're putting in that work outside of those mistakes – you know, he's going to support us and his mercy and his grace are going to be, you know, the difference. Um, they are the difference. Uh, but I was just thinking about that and I was thinking about how I need to cling on to those spiritual moments, you know, getting the Melchizedek priesthood, getting my mission call, you know. Um, soon I'm going to be able to stand in the circle with my brother's ordination to becoming a priest and that I'm going to hold on to that moment. Like, I just think about all of these things and... The reality is like, wow, I need to cling to those moments because those are the moments that are important. Those are the important, those are the moments that are truthful. And if I felt the spirit in those moments, I'm doing something right. You know, when I'm in the temple and I've had amazing experiences, I can look back and think about several experiences, you know, and I'm, I'm a forgetful person, but I can think back of several experiences in the temple. And it's like, remember how you felt, you know, obviously 
you'll think about certain things like, you know, and there's obviously things that we have to use the atonement for daily. It's like, okay, I got to pray about this. I got to pray about that. But Satan is not going to haunt me with my past anymore because I felt the spirit. I felt Christ's redeeming love and I felt redeemed. I felt like I've been given a second chance. So when that disappears and I'm all of a sudden wondering if I'm worthy and wondering if I'm good enough, I know that that's not the spirit anymore. You know, that's, that's the adversary. That's Satan trying to drag me down. And I learned, you know, that godly sorrow is kind of like a, a deep, um, a deep feeling of like, I don't ever want to do this again. I'm sorry for causing you pain in the garden. I'm, I just, I'm sorry for causing you pain in the garden. You know, we, we think about that with the savior and that's, Godly sorrow kind of is about that. It's about not wanting to do it again. Um, one, because you want to become better, but two, because you, you don't want the Savior to, you know, you don't want that to be something that the Savior bore, if that makes sense. There's, maybe there's different takes on it, but I feel like I, I understand what it means, and it's been something that's been helpful for me. Um, but with that being said, there's, there's godly sorrow, and then there's worldly sorrow. And um, the quote, if I'm remembering right, is wor- worldly sorrow worketh, um, uh, worketh something unto death. But basically what it means is it's trying, it'll be Satan trying to drag you down until you ultimately die, you know? And that's, that's what I feel a lot of time. It's like, man, you're not worthy, so you should just give up completely and go back to who you were. It's not like, man, you don't feel worthy. Maybe you should go talk to your bishop. It's like, you don't feel worthy, so maybe you should just give up and die. Like, legitimately. That's what Satan tries to get me with. So I know that what I'm experiencing is worldly sorrow, and I know that what I'm experiencing is not from, you know, the Savior, from the Holy Ghost, from Heavenly Father. That's not something that I'm experiencing from those truthful sources, but it is from Satan. So remember that, you know, people can change. We all can change. We all can become better through the atonement of Christ. But that doesn't mean that Satan's going to stop working at us with our pasts. So keep that in mind. Ponder. Find your source of truth. Remember the times that you felt the Spirit and felt the Savior's redeeming love and hold on to that and keep going with that. <sighs> it's difficult sometimes to um, follow the commandments, but I know that it's worth it. You know, I have never felt more peace and happiness than when I'm following the commandments. So just keep going, keep pushing, turn to the Savior. If you haven't turned to the Savior yet, I would encourage you to do so. Even thinking about it when I'm saying these words is effort, and the Lord loves effort. I love you all so much. The Savior's hands are outstretched towards you, and he wants you to rejoin or join his fold. Have an amazing night.